morning, Living Streams. My name is David Stockton. Welcome to our daily devotional for this communal season of prayer and fasting. Thank you for carving out this time to join us as we slow down, speak to God, listen to God, and meditate on His Word. Our prayer is that in this time you would delight in the Lord and be blessed and strengthened. This week, in preparation for a message entitled Solidarity with the Poor, we're breaking down the fast that the Lord desires as it's spelled out in Isaiah chapter 58. Today, our founding pastor, Mark Buckley, will be leading us in a devotional entitled Don't Turn Your Back on Your Family. Hi, I'm Mark Buckley, and I'm glad to be with you for this broadcast. I hope that you're enjoying the season of fasting with Living Streams. Actually, churches all around the world set aside time to fast at the beginning of the year. There's something about a fresh start each year and preparing ourselves to serve God that he honors in a beautiful way. So one of the things that I've done over the years when I'm fasting is I try and read about fasting. So I'll read biblical passages like Matthew chapter 3, Matthew chapter 14, and Isaiah 58. And I'm going to focus today on Isaiah 58 and specifically one of the themes in Isaiah 58. And uh, I'm not, not going to get into the whole chapter by any means, but it's a great chapter to meditate on. And let's pick it up in verse 5 where it says, Is this what you call a fast, a day acceptable to the Lord? Is not this the kind of fasting I have chosen, to loose the chains of injustice, to untie the cords of the yoke, to set the oppressed free, and to break every yoke? Is it not to share your food with the hungry, and to provide the poor wanderer with shelter when you see the naked to clothe him, and not to turn away from your own flesh and blood? So there's some specific focus for fasting. There's things to do, things not to do. You don't want to use it so that you can work more hours since you're not taking time to eat. You don't use it to win arguments and to prove you're right and somebody else is wrong. You don't use your fast to promote yourself. You use your fasting time to seek God and to serve those who are in need. And specifically, he says, don't turn away from your own flesh and blood. So your own flesh and blood is your family. And I want to talk about facing your family in two ways. The simple one is to say, hey, if my mom, if my dad, if my brothers, if my sisters, if my cousins, if my relatives have needs, I want to face those needs and I want to serve them. It says in Timothy that a man who doesn't care for the needs of his own family is worse than an unbeliever. So the Lord cares for our families and so should we. Let me suggest this, that one of the ways that we're to not turn our back on our own flesh and blood is to examine our own family roots, our own spiritual tree, so to speak. Most every family has a certain amount of dysfunction. We have, we have pain. We have uh, people that were divorced, people that were addicted, people that were unkind, people that were evil. We pick up from our families some wonderful characteristics, and we also pick up from our families patterns of behavior that are unhealthy. 
So you can't just say, I don't want to be like my uncle. I don't want to be like my father. I don't want to be like my grandfather. I don't want to be like my mother. You can't just say that. You have to honestly weigh their impact and weigh their circumstances as well. The, the Hebrew word for honor means to weigh. It's to give significance to those people like your father and mother and to realize that they came from some very difficult circumstances. So we forgive them for where they're weak because we need to be forgiven for our sins. We forgive them for where they fail because we need to be forgiven for our own failures. Let me give you a couple of uh, family instances that were tied to fasting in my family. I come from a family of eight children. I have seven younger brothers and sisters. I was the oldest. Well, the first person to start following Jesus in my natural family, first of my brothers and sisters, besides me, was my brother Robert. My brother Robert um, loved the Lord from the time he accepted Christ as a freshman in high school. I was six years older than him, and so uh, I was his big brother. and. And throughout high school, he followed the Lord faithfully. He experienced an incredible miracle when he was a senior in high school, and that changed his life again and changed our whole family dynamic in a beautiful way. But a few years uh, into his college experience, Robert fell in love with a beautiful girl in our church. He came to me and said he wanted to get married. I said, that would be great. You're going to graduate from UC Berkeley in three months we'll have a wonderful family wedding he said he wanted to get married right away and uh, we ended up having a big fight it was a big misunderstanding it got really ugly and he ended up leaving the family leaving with this girl going up to uh, to Nevada and getting married with nobody in the family around and it what was my closest brother became a distant, separated family member and that brought a lot of heartache to not only me, but my parents and everybody else. So we decided to have a family day fast. Um, and my dad came and my parents were divorced at this time. My dad came, my mom was there and all the other brothers and sisters, some of whom weren't even following the Lord, they all fasted and we prayed for Robert and his wife, Linda, that they would be reconciled to the family because none of us had even seen them for about nine months. And it took a few months, but a few months later, Robert and Linda came back, they came back to the family, they were reconciled. And today, they're as close as anybody in our family. They've got five kids and they love the Lord, and it's a beautiful thing God did to reconcile us all. A few years after that, my sister Kim, uh, her husband moved to Montana. He was gonna send for the family. To make a long story short, he didn't send from the family. He cut off all contact with the family for a couple of years, and Kim was in a desperate situation, trying to raise three kids, two boys and a girl, on her own. And um, we, again, had a family day of fasting. And the Lord honored our prayers. And it took a few months, but her husband came back. He not only started providing for the family, but he became the soccer coach of his son Arthur's team. And uh, 
and he took a bunch of misfits because he was the last coach to choose his team and Arthur's team ended up winning the championship and they've been married ever since. So I'm saying this, that when we fast, we call out to God, we call out for special needs and a family can fast all together. In our family fast, we would miss breakfast and lunch and then all uh, pray together at dinner time and then have a meal after after our prayer time and it was really beautiful and God's honored it and we've done it more often than not but I'm almost out of time so I just want to challenge you along these lines the Lord delights in answering the prayers of his people he wants us to face up to the dysfunction the heartache and the pain that's in our family among the people that we love the most and if you can gather your family together to fast and pray and call on the Lord you will see him do surprising wonderful powerful things now I've, one of the things I've learned about fasting is God honors those prayers sometimes after the fact sometimes days or weeks or months after the fact but he honors those prayers on a long fast and I mean long but I mean like three days five days seven days 14 days or longer the longer the fast sometimes the longer the lag time before those prayers start getting answered but supernaturally miraculously if you give yourself over to serving the Lord meeting the needs of others and not just feeling sorry for yourself God will supernaturally accomplish things beyond what you could imagine or expect so as we close this broadcast I want you to take some time to ask the Lord Lord how do you want me to fast what can I do what who can I call together even to join me in this fast as we pray for those people that we love together let's take a moment to go before the Lord quietly right now So Lord, you know what we need. We know you love the people that we love even more than we love them. We commit them to you and we thank you for this time. We thank you for this fasting season and we pray that you'll honor it so that your kingdom will come and your will will be done on earth as it is in heaven.
Thank you so much for joining us in today's daily devotional. We'll be posting one of these on Apple Podcasts and Spotify every Monday through Saturday morning for the duration of our January fasting season. We hope this time helped you grow your courage as well as your intimacy with the Lord. May the Lord bless you and keep you and cause his face to shine upon you.